The Bible speaks of a day when the nations of the earth will all be clamoring at Israel's gates, demanding blood. That doesn't happen until a period known as the Great Tribulation, very near the point where Jesus returns to earth in glory to rule and reign for a thousand years. It's not here yet, but it's coming. And if the headlines of the last few days are any indication, it may be much sooner than you think. I'll tell you about it right after this word from our producer, Kevin. Hi, I'm producer Kevin, and I'd like to say thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. If you're blessed by this podcast, please subscribe or follow us on Spotify. Once you're subscribed, you'll be able to stay up to date with all our latest podcasts. This week, Pastor Tom is looking at the continuing rise of anti-Semitism across the world. Is this a sign that we're in the last days? Find out in this week's episode. In recent days, eight high-ranking members of Britain's Labour Party have resigned in protest of that party's turn toward anti-Semitism. Since Jeremy Corbyn became leader of the party in 2015, it has become the anti-Zionist party. Because Prime Minister Theresa May has so badly botched the Brexit negotiations with the European Union, the Conservative Party is in deep trouble. That means Jeremy Corbyn could soon be Prime Minister. Last year, three major Jewish newspapers published a joint article on their front pages. They warned of the existential threat to Jewish life in this country that would be posed by a Jeremy Corbyn-led government. And in France, the Yellow Vest protests are no longer just about high taxes and government intrusion. Uh, Suddenly, they have begun to protest Jews and Israel. They march through the streets screaming vile things about Jews. A Jewish cemetery in France was just desecrated by vandals spraying swastikas on headstones. French President Emmanuel Macron promises to lead a campaign against anti-Semitism in France. But what can he do to fix a problem found deep in human hearts? In August of 2017, torch-carrying young Americans marched in Charlottesville chanting, Jews will not replace us. Now, you might almost laugh at that last one. They weren't carrying scary Nazi or KKK-style torches, but little tiki torches. And there were only a few of them. But the next day, one of those few drove his car into a mass of counter-protesters, killing one. And a year later, an American man shot up the Tree of Life synagogue in Pittsburgh, killing 11 and injuring 7. America's anti-Semitism problem may not be as severe as that in Europe or other parts of the world, but it's real and it's already deadly. Anti-Semitism is nothing new. So what does all that have to do with Bible prophecy? What's different this time? Well, Zechariah the prophet wrote, Behold, I am going to make Jerusalem a cup that causes reeling to all the peoples around. And when the siege is against Jerusalem, It will also be against Judah, and it will come about in that day that I will make Jerusalem a heavy stone for all the peoples. All who lift it will be severely injured, and all the nations of the earth will be gathered against it. This, and many other scriptures like it, show the world going well beyond anti-Semitism. They show that the old anger against the Jewish people eventually becomes a rage against the nation of Israel. 
And that's the difference. From the time the Romans attacked Jerusalem in 70 AD until 1948, there was lots of anti-Semitism, but there was no nation of Israel. The Nazis attacked individual Jews and Jewish families, but they could not attack the nation because it did not yet exist. That's why it's important that today's anti-Semitism expresses itself primarily in rage against national Israel. Last week, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said, anti-Zionism is the new form of anti-Semitism. And the shift is already in motion. The traditional rage against Jews is fast becoming a rage against Israel. It is just as deep, violent, and unreasoning as traditional anti-Semitism. And this indeed is one of the final warning signs that point to Jesus' return. Are you ready for that day? Listen, friends, all of this is proof that the Bible is true. Week after week, message after message, as you continue to look through the Bible and you look at current world events and especially the nation of Israel and anti-Semitism against the Jews, it's all evidence that you can trust the Bible. The Bible is true. Jesus is coming again. You can trust it for what is coming in the future. You can trust it with your life now. And you can also trust it knowing that the Bible tells us that there's no other name under heaven by which a person can be saved, by which a person can be forgiven of their sin than that of the Lord Jesus Christ. Listen, if you have not asked Christ to forgive you of your sin, if you haven't repented of your sin, understand this. The Bible tells us all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. If you want to be forgiven, you must trust Christ. And if you want to do that, then pray this with me. Dear Lord Jesus, I admit that I'm a sinner, but I want to be forgiven. Right now, I repent of my sin and unbelief and surrender to you as Lord. I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. And please visit the Know Jesus page at HopeForOurTimes.com to find out what it means to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Or if you'd like more information on this topic or other topics, go to our website, HopeForOurTimes.com. Until next time, God bless. Now here's our producer, Kevin. Thanks for listening and being a part of this week's podcast. Before you go, I'd like to invite you to visit our website, HopeForOurTimes.com, and check out the many resources we have to offer. On our website, we have books, DVDs, and daily news articles that will always keep you up to date on the times we're living in. If you'd like to see the video version of this week's podcast, you can find us at Hope For Our Times on YouTube.